Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cade Howell, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, guys, hope you're having an awesome day, and I appreciate you for tuning in as always. And I got a juicy episode for you today going over all things body recomposition, which body recomposition is kind of a a sexy topic in the fitness industry for good reason because it's essentially just building muscle and losing fat at the same time. It's a big major win-win right there. Um, And we'll go over some of the kind of different definitions of body recomposition early on in the episode. But I think you're going to take a lot away from this because I have pretty much come up with like a five-step list of what I take clients through when the goal is body recomposition, which is actually the majority of my clients are body recomposition clients. So I've kind of fine-tuned this process, had a lot of experience of working through this process, and this is what I've found to work best. So I think you're going to really benefit from this episode. If you do, please just take a minute or two and leave a rating and review. Take a screenshot, share it on your IG story and tag me. That is super helpful on my end, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode all about body recomposition. So what even is body recomposition? So a lot of people think of body recomposition as just building muscle and losing fat at the same time. And that's absolutely true. But there are also a few other ways that you can go through body recomposition. So one example is if you're building muscle, let's say you build 10 pounds of muscle in a year. And throughout that time frame, you don't put on any body fat, which that would be quite the feat right there. I'd I'd have to give you a slow clap for that one. Um, But in that case, you've built muscle, you've just maintained the body fat that you have. So you haven't lost body fat, but you also haven't gained body fat. So in that position, your body fat percentage is lower because you have more muscle mass. You're heavier and you, you have a higher ratio of muscle to fat. Now it can go the other way too when you lose body fat, um, but you also, you at least maintain your muscle mass. So that way body fat percentage is obviously coming down. Now that one's like a little bit, eh, I don't really consider that body recomposition, but a lot of people do. Um, I, I really like, I'm mainly talking about building muscle and losing fat at the same time at least for this episode. Um, but like I said, there, there are different ways that you can go about body recomposition. The other biggest common or most common way would be to build muscle and maintain your body fat or decrease your body fat percentage. So I had a podcast with um, Chris Barricat, which he is like one of the leading researchers in body recomposition. Uh, out of the University of Tampa, I believe. Um, So yeah, I had him on the podcast. It's probably been about a year ago. And it was super cool chatting with him. So if you want to jump back to that episode, it's a longer one, a lot more in depth, but I'm going to share you kind of the the cliff notes version here of my takeaways from it and what I've learned through coaching a lot of people through body recomposition because I've really brought on like the majority of my clients are body recomposition focused clients. Uh, Of course, I get like people who are looking to just lose body fat or just build muscle. Um, 
but primarily I work with body recomposition clients. And even with somebody that's mainly focused on fat loss, we can still figure out ways to go through a recomp when they actually, you know, still want to build some muscle, but their primary goal is fat loss. So we're going to go over really like the five kind of key points that I take each client through when we're going through a recomp. Now, before we jump into that, it's important to understand that like if you are more advanced, if you've been lifting for quite some time, you have things dialed in, you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's. I don't think I've ever used that saying before, but you get what I'm saying. Like if you have things pretty dialed in and you've been doing this for a while, body recomposition probably isn't going to be the best option. Now, I'm not saying that it's impossible. Some of the studies that Chris has done, Christopher Bearcat, he, like a lot of them were on more advanced individuals and they were still able to experience body recomposition. But of course, it's just much slower than if you're a noob, if you're brand new to the gym, you're going to be able to recomp quite easily. So really, if you're somebody who is just a beginner or you're overweight, you have a lot of extra fat, your body has that extra energy, it's not going to be quite as conservative of that and it's going to, chances are, build more muscle throughout the process because it just has that surplus of energy. Or if you're in this position where you're kind of skinny fat, like you you don't have much muscle, um, you have a little bit of body fat, you're in a good position for a recomp. Or if you just haven't been eating or training very optimally, like maybe you're, you go to the gym and stuff, uh, you eat fairly decent, but you just don't have things really dialed in. There's definitely room to improve on that front and you can 100% go through some body recomposition. So with that, let's dive into the very first point here. So this is really the most important thing here. You have to give your body a reason to adapt, and this is going to happen through lifting weights. You can think about lifting weights as kind of the engine in the car of body recomposition. It's what drives the whole thing. Now, you also need fuel, which is going to be your nutrition, which we're, we're going to dive into, but you can have as much fuel you can have. You could be eating the absolute best diet in the world, like the perfect macro ratio, the perfect amount of calories every single day. Um, in other words, you can have all this high quality fuel for your car, but if the engine isn't there, if you're not training, if you're not lifting weights, you're not going to move anywhere in terms of body recomposition. You can absolutely lose some body fat, but lifting weights is essentially what sends your body the signals that it does need to build muscle, which is half of the equation here. It needs to prioritize muscle over fat. So that's kind of the foundation of this process. Now within that, it's very important that you're focusing on progressive overload in the gym. You have to be making things a little bit more challenging over time. And it's also important to understand like you can't just do that endlessly or you know, 30 years down the road, you're going to be like going to the gym 24 hours a day and just going ham all the time. Like you can't, you can't do that forever. You have to incorporate things like deloads and that'll kind of resensitize you to the gym. And so it's not this endless thing of like always increasing the amount of weight you're using or reps or adding sets over time. But that is the goal. You need to be aiming essentially just to get stronger within a given rep range, uh, increasing your volume over time so you're slowly doing more sets over time that one's also something that 
should kind of be more of a should take more of a reactive approach rather than proactive you shouldn't necessarily plan like all right i'm going to do this number of sets in two months like you have to kind of adjust like based on how your performance is based on how you're feeling overall you don't want to burn yourself out or really get above something called your maximum recoverable volume which is essentially just like you're just doing too much in the gym to recover from so really the biggest priority is like you should be aiming to increase load or reps each week it's not going to happen every single week at a, like a linear rate but the goal is to increase load slash reps over time and increase volume and that's you know increasing the load or reps is a way of increasing volume but like i said set increases are another option there you just have to be a little bit more careful with those and again this essentially tells your body that things are getting more and more challenging so it needs to adapt and the way it adapts is by getting stronger and building muscle. So that's number one, the biggest foundation here. You have to give your body a reason to adapt by lifting weights. Number two, you need to decide your main goal. If it's fat loss or building muscle, and I know that's kind of a tough one. A lot of people, I have strategy calls with people where we hop on a phone call and we just kind of go over their situation and I help them set up the best game plan for them to reach their goal. If you want to book one of those, the i'll have it linked in the description you can book you can go ahead and book one of those um but on a lot of these calls people i ask this question when it's a recomp a position a position where um they want to recomp and a lot of times it's really hard for them to answer because like the answer is both but think about like if you had a gun to your head which that's kind of a, a dark way of thinking about it but if you absolutely had to pick between the two what would your biggest priority be? And again, this is not like, all right, we're just going to focus on, you know, if the biggest priority is fat loss, it's not like, all right, we're just going to focus on fat loss. We're still going to aim to accomplish both, but we should have one priority out of this. And this is what's going to help us determine your calorie goal. So that's number two, pretty simple. You have to just decide what your main goal is. If it's either fat loss or building muscle. Now, number three, you need to be eating close to your maintenance intake. Because if you're eating in this big deficit, yeah, you're going to lose some body fat, but you're not getting the calories, the nutrients in to actually be able to build muscle, let alone fuel your training performance in the gym to actually get stronger over time. So you need to be, and on the other hand there, uh, if you're eating in a big surplus, like, yeah, you're going to put on some muscle, but a lot of fat is going to come along with that. So you need to be pretty close to your maintenance intake, meaning that your body weight really shouldn't be going up or down a ton. Now, of course, there's going to be fluctuations on the scale that's very normal depending on the foods you're eating like higher carb or higher sodium higher fiber foods if you're having alcohol things like that can all affect your body weight so you can't look at one day and compare it to the next it's more so like look over the course of the week kind of average it out see where you're at see where it's at next week and it shouldn't be moving a ton but we do want to like i said bias either fat loss or building muscle so we want to either have you in a slight surplus meaning that your weight is coming up very slowly over time i would say here aiming for you know increasing your body weight by around one percent per month so if you weigh 150 pounds your weight should come up about a pound and a half over the course of a month and again it's not going to be this linear thing like some months might be a little bit more some months might be a little bit less but on average about one percent of your body weight per month now if your primary goal is fat loss 
you want to lean in that direction a little bit. So you want to be eating in a slight calorie deficit. So this means your weight should be coming down very slowly over time. Now the typical, like in a typical fat loss phase when we're not focusing on a recomp, losing anywhere from half a percent to 1% of your body weight per week is a good rate for a lot of people. And recomp can definitely still happen at that rate of loss, that big of a deficit, but it's a little bit more unlikely. I mean, if you're overweight and you have more body fat, it can definitely happen. Um, but if you're somewhat lean or you've been, you're a little bit more experienced, you want to lean towards that slower end. So I'd say about a half a percent per week. So again, if you're 150 pounds, that's what 0.75 pounds down each week. So very, very slow rate of loss there. I'd really say anywhere between like half a pound and a pound per week um, in terms of the scale coming down would be a good, good rate of loss. So that way, like you're biasing one over the other. So let's say like worst case scenario, for some reason, like you just can't recomp which probably not the case again unless you're super advanced and you've been doing this for years and years and years um where was i going with that so yeah let's say worst case um you just can't recomp for whatever reason that way like you at least you're at least accomplishing something so if you're leaning towards fat loss like you're at least accomplishing some of that fat loss or if you're leaning towards building muscle you're at least eating in a surplus and accomplishing some of that building muscle so i kind of see it as like an insurance policy basically to make sure like all right we're making progress either way even if for whatever reason we're not recomping which again pretty pretty unlikely now unless like you're not dialed in with things as dialed in as, as you should so that is number three there eat close to your maintenance intake now number four you need to make sure you're eating enough protein protein is especially important during a recomp. Um, I actually just recorded a podcast. It's one or two podcasts ago. I should probably remember, but pretty recent podcast going over why protein is important. It was for fat loss in particular, but the same things really apply for a recomp because fat loss is kind of half of the equation there. And to give you a quick little kind of summary of that, pretty much protein is the most filling out of all of the macronutrients. So it's going to keep you full longer than fats or carbs. It burns more calories through digestion than fats or carbs, which is not going to make a huge difference, but over a longer period of time can definitely help. Um, and it helps in retaining building muscle, which that's also obviously very important when the goal is recomp and half of the equation is building muscle. And it's very, very unlikely to be stored as body fat. Now, if you're eating in a surplus, like your body's smart and it's going to, um, protein itself can't be stored as fat, but it can kind of convert, it can use protein as energy and kind of convert carbs and fats to be stored as body fat. So in terms of your protein intake, you're going to want to bias a little bit higher protein intake, unless you're pretty overweight, then, you know, you're, you're, your lean body mass is going to be a little bit lower than what the scale says, quite a bit lower than what the scale says. But if you're like average leanness, you can eat right around one gram per pound. I guess I should kind of define average leanness. Um, like if you're not more than, let's say, 30 pounds or so overweight, eating right around one gram per pound of body weight is a pretty good spot. So I'd recommend somewhere within the 0.8 
to 1.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight is a good place to start and just make sure it's realistic and you can stick to it um, and you can always make little tweaks as you go so for an example like if you're 200 pounds that's 160 grams of protein all the way up to 240 now if you're pretty lean already you're probably going to want to bias the higher protein intake towards 240 if you're pretty overweight you'll probably want to bias the lower protein intake towards 160 so that's number four you got to make sure you're eating enough protein and then number five you need to track progress and adjust along the way because one particular goal or one calorie intake or one progression scheme in the gym is not going to work forever. So that's why with my clients, we use a few different tools here to make sure things are moving in the right direction. So we use the scale to track their weight. And again, like if we're biasing a fat loss recomp, we want to see weight coming down slowly over time. But this is also something that we look over progress photos and measurements and make sure that we're not just looking at the scale, especially during a recomp, because if we're in a fat loss focus recomp, like, yeah, we do kind of want to lean in the, the direction of biasing fat loss through eating in a calorie deficit. But then let's say, you know, their weight is remaining the exact same. And I've had, I, this has happened a million times. Uh, their weight's remaining about the same. We go in and look at progress photos and they're like really dropping body fat you don't need to adjust anything at that point. Like you're in a really good spot. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just because you're, the, the scale isn't moving down doesn't mean you're not making progress. If you look at those photos and you're like, okay, things are definitely moving in the right direction. I can think of one client in particular, Cameron, shout out to you, Cameron, if you're listening to this. Um, he's had like really good recomp results, but his weight really hasn't remained the same over two months or so of doing this. So it's, yeah, it, you got to look at not just the scale, but it is a good tool to kind of give you an idea of the way things are going. You should also be, you know, tracking training performance. This is something I do with clients. I make them record I make them, I force them to record. <laughs> no, I, uh, I urge them to record their training performance, um, in true coach, which is a, a, basically a programming platform that I use that has like form videos and, um, their, their program in there where I can make adjustments. So they record their performance in the gym there, and I can keep an eye on that and make sure things aren't going a little little wonky there. And then we do progress photos, like I said, to see visual changes. That one is crucial during a recomp. And body measurements to see circumference measurements because, again, if weight's remaining about the same, but we see like a lot of midsection measurements decreasing and, say, limb measurements like their arms and legs are either increasing or staying the same like that's a really good sign that we're we're going through some body recomposition so that is another one and then just tracking their biofeedback you know their hunger stress sleep energy etc so those are really the biggest things that we track to make sure that things are continuing to move in the right direction because you're going to get to a point where it's like, all right, you've kind of stalled out on the recomp side of things, and it's time to bias a little bit more of fat loss or building muscle yet again. So that is what I have for you guys there. It's really important to make sure you're making those adjustments and you're not just kind of winging it throughout the process because, like I said, it's not going to work forever. you got to adjust based on how things are going with your biofeedback, the scale, photos, measurements, 
etc. So with that, if you guys are interested, if you need a little more guidance with body recomposition, you can either set up a call with me in the description. You can apply for coaching down there. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave it a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I think Spotify is a place you can do that as well. And I really hope this episode was helpful for you guys. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you again for tuning in and listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And if you did, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Howell underscore fit, and leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions about coaching or need advice on anything training or nutrition related, shoot me an email at the email linked in the description, and I will talk to you guys soon.